Do you ever get overwhelmed by listening to other people's problems? When a friend comes to you, do you spend time listening to her and what she has to say? Or are you still focused on what you have to say or what you are, what's going on in your world? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to hold space for others. Well, hopefully you'll learn a thing or two. Hopefully you'll gain some wisdom and learn a new tip or trick that will help you hold space for those around us. So listen in, because I really think this can be helpful. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. As women... Some of our favorite things to do is hang out with the girls. It's talk to chat, to sit with people, and to listen. I would say not everybody, not every woman. That's kind of stereotyping. But I will say that we hold a special place in our heart for our women friends, for our really good girlfriends. We value relationships and friendships. And part of that is sharing experiences, carrying each other's burdens, and being in a listening ear when your friends have burdens that they want to talk about, when they're going through something and they need you to listen. They need you to be there. What else they need from you? Do you know? Sometimes... We get so overwhelmed with all the hats that we're wearing, all the things, all of our stressors for the day, everything the kids are doing, keeping our calendars um, organized. And by organized, I mean pick up at 6.05, drop off at 6.10, um, get to field A, and then child one gets to field B by the time the second child finishes with their sport and get dinner on the table and all and on and on as well as do all the doctor's appointments and laundry and all of that not to mention just the emotional heaviness that we carry as women the emotional stressors I don't think I've ever met a woman or a man for that matter I mean I don't think I've met anyone who is completely stress-free Even those who are balanced and are calm, they're still not stress-free. 
And I don't think that we were made to be stress-free. I think that this world in general is stressful. How many more times can I say stress? Are you feeling it? I know that I am. I know that in any given day, every given week, every given month, I have a long list of stressors. And I know one of the best things that I can do for myself, I'm a verbal processor, and I have several friends who are too. But how do you hold space for someone who needs to talk, who needs a listening ear, who needs advice, who needs a partner, who needs encouragement? When you are so over, overwhelmed, when you are lonely, when you have lost yourself and you don't really know, well, you've got, you're at your limit. How are you going to have limit for others? How are you going to have the emotional space to handle other people's problems? Even if you're just listening, it still takes energy to be there for someone, to have compassion, to be able to sit with them. And so I just wanted to share what I have found to be helpful. And listening to other people's problems, listening to other people's concerns is something that we all do. But do we do it well? The first thing I want to share, the first step is you have to take care of yourself. In order to deal with the emotions and the circumstances in other people's lives, you really need to understand and deal with the emotions in yours. You can't use other people's problems to avoid your own circumstances. And I'm not going to lie, there are times that it's easier to do that, kind of push your emotions down, push things you're going through, for the good of someone else. Uh, it's kind of noble. In your mind, you can justify it. But can you really be present with someone when you're dealing with a lot? Maybe for a moment or two. But long term, it's not sustainable. You're not going to be able to carry the weight of their words as well as the weight of yours. So be honest with yourself. What are your needs right now? What's going on with you? And I will tell you over and over, please journal. Please write things down. Ask yourself questions and then answer them. Take time to really discover what is going on in you. And it is not to become self-absorbed or self-centered. It's to take care of your needs to understand what is happening in your world So you can see how environment is affecting it, how your diet may be affecting it, how your exercise, any of your sleep patterns. So you can see what's going on in your world. So you can show up as the best version of you. Now, when you focus on yourself in a selfish way to where you get what you want, you focus on meeting your needs in unhealthy manner, or you do it because you want what you want, then yeah. We have a problem and hopefully you have a good friend who will point it out gently and help you see things from a different perspective. But what I'm talking about 
is understanding what's going on in your life, understanding what season you're in. I talked a few um, several episodes ago about seasons and defining your life into the season that a season of your life, like we're going into summer. It's a different season than when the kids are in school in the spring. You have more food to to cook. You have more laundry. You have more dishes. You have more activities. So that season is going to look a lot different than winter, than when the kids go back to school in September. So I encourage you, if you are interested in understanding that and getting that idea, go back. Um, I'm not sure which episode it is, but it talks about the seasons. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. But understand what your needs are in this moment will help you understand what you are, like where your margin is. If you have no margin in your life, if you are tapped out with your own emotions and you're just holding them inside and not dealing with them, then you can't be a good friend and be there for someone else. So the number one thing you need to do, and this is not just right now, this is something that you should do continuously. This is something you need to check in with yourself. There's times that maybe several times a day, um, typically once a week, I look at my schedule. I ask myself, okay, what is going right? What is going wrong? What is surprisingly energy draining that I wasn't expecting? So that way I can account for it. So what do you need to do in order to have margin in your emotional, your spiritual, and your physical life? Because the the margin is where you have that grace for others. That margin is where you can offer a lending ear. You can offer a, well, it's a listening ear. Yeah, not a lending ear, a listening ear. And you can be fully present with someone because you have extra, because you have dealt with your stuff and are ready to be fully present. The second one, second step here is to know your friend. We all have those friends who don't come often to talk. And when they come and need to talk, or they're the ones who are constantly listening to other people, be there for them 100%. You can figure out, you know, you know the friends who really like to go deep and those who it's hard for them to go deep. And if you are a friend who is able to go deep, when they show up, be there for them. Now, you just don't want to give just car blanche. So by being there for them, one of the best things you can do is set expectations. Ask them, what do you need right now? Do you need a listening ear? Do you need advice? Do you need evidence? Do you need encouragement? But by asking them what they're looking for, you're able to take assumption out And if they really just want to verbally process and they don't want advice, they don't want encouragement, they just need someone to sit there and listen to them and maybe ask questions or maybe sit silently. But by asking them, 
That also removes pressure from yourself because you don't have to figure out what they're looking for. If they're not looking for advice, which many times they actually know what they want to do, they just need to talk it through. And so sitting silently and just being there, just having the, holding that energy, having that energy for them, maybe all they require. Now, another part is know your friend is we all have those friends who need to talk about everything, who want to talk things through, want to talk extensively. So also under, ask them what they need in the moment and then be honest with what you can handle and be upfront with it. Know what they're looking for. You can ask them, is this going to be a deep conversation that I need to hold space for? Or is this something that you just want me to listen to and I can just be here and listen? How much energy do you need to spend on what they are coming to you with? Now, it sounds kind of cold, but I promise you, if you are upfront with this and you offer them the right kind of energy, you hold that space, or if you know that you're not in the right frame of mind to have this space for them, that you don't like, there's been a lot going on and you cannot go deep right now. Really, you are exhausted yourself by being honest with them and saying, hey, all I can offer you right now is words of encouragement or a listening ear. I have no advice and I'm not going to even try. That's appreciated. Again, expectations and setting up the, the conversation for success And both of you will get what you need out of it if you're open and have that line of communication. Now, if it is something that is deep and you're not really prepared to talk, if you're not really in the space to talk, you can say something to them like, hey, I can see this is really important to you and I really want to have the space to give you my full attention. Can we plan X, Y, Z so we can really talk? Can we plan maybe Tuesday at four, we'll have coffee, we'll get, uh, you know, we'll let the kids play. So I have my full attention on you and I'm emotionally prepared to, to to be the listening ear, to give advice or to sit and encourage you. That's another thing that sometimes it's not as urgent. It's important, which means that you should hold the space, but sometimes it doesn't have to be right then. And I would much rather you say, hey, can we talk about this tomorrow? How about two o'clock? I have some time or what time works for you tomorrow? I have all morning open because I really want to talk to you about this. But right now I know that I can't give you my full attention. Talk about respect and talk about really feeling heard and seen Now you got to follow up with them. That's why you make the plan. That's why you set the time, the date, and the intention. Because if you're like, hey, let's just talk about it later. You don't want to blow them off because you, you know that it's important to them, which means it's important to you. So the next thing is listen to listen and do not listen to talk. Space and quiet is okay. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's not about you in the moment. 
And sometimes that space is really what they need so they can hear what they're really saying. That's one of the beautiful things about saying things out loud to another person is sometimes that's the first time that you actually hear what you want. You hear what your real problem is, what your concern is, and it may shock you. So giving them that space, that quiet, may be exactly what they need. And if they're not looking for advice, sitting and letting them them be quiet as well, it may be uncomfortable, but it is such an amazing experience. What that space can do is really heal. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The next thing, number four, I believe it's number four, do not internalize their problem. Do not hold their problems so deep and so strong that their problems become your problems. If you consider yourself an empath, I know that this is something that naturally happens. And this is something that is really easy because the person who's sitting across from you, you really love. And if they're hurting, you're hurting. But what they need in the moment is they need you to be strong so they don't have to be. They need you to listen to them and share the problem, but not carry, not internally take their problem. They need you to support them in their problem and not let it become yours. So show compassion, show empathy, but sympathy is not something that is very helpful. Feeling sorry for someone, feeling sorry for your friend is different than having compassion for your friend. So don't, don't make them feel bad for having problems. Sometimes you have to just sit in agreement with them that what they're going through is really hard. And just some, sometimes there's, it's so hard, there's no words. I remember going to a friend's husband's funeral about a year after my husband died. I remember sending me back into those initial shock moments. But this wasn't about me in that moment. It was about her. But because I knew how that feels... I knew that shock where it's still disbelief and heartbreak and you're so numb that you can't, you really don't know what to feel yet. So I was able to be there for her. I was able to really put her needs above mine in the moment. Now, one way I did that is I actually had a friend come with me, someone who had walked with me for the year. She flew flew out with me and... She was there to support me, so that way I could completely support my friend. And that's what you do for your girlfriends. That's what you do for the people you love. You're strong, so the person next to you doesn't have to be quite as strong. She held space for me, so I can hold space for my friend, who was not strong enough in the moment. Well, she was pretty darn strong, but she didn't have to be, because she knew I I understood. 
The same with, same with after a divorce. There's a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and a lot of stress and a lot of these feelings that you have initially. And if you don't deal with them, then you're not going to have the space to help someone else who's going through the same thing. So show compassion, show empathy, but don't internalize their problem. Don't make it become your problem. A lot of times when people are talking, they just want to share. They don't need you to fix fix them. They just need to get that energy out. They need to share the burden and lighten their load. And by talking with someone and someone carrying that energy, they're able to really look at what their needs are. So by you doing your work, you're able to look at it from their perspective and not your own. And that's the number five, is realize that their problems are not your problems. Their perspective is not your perspective. So sometimes you may need to ask a few more clarifying questions before you really understand what's going on. Sometimes what they say is actually not the real burden behind it. So again, ask questions or sit quietly until the actual concern comes out. Sometimes we circle around things as we're talking, as we're just processing it, and then we get to really what the ultimate stressor is, whether it's loneliness or anger or feeling any kind of pain. This is another reason why when you ask them what they're looking for. Because you may not know exactly, or they might not share everything that's going on. And there might be a key thing missing, but they're not ready to share that. And so advice might not be the right thing to do, but just giving them encouragement. So don't allow your fears of the situation to be pushed onto them. Really listen to what's going on in their heart. And finally, know your limits and hold the space out of margin. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's not about you. Ask about expectations. Ask what they need. And make sure that you take care of your needs before you go in and try to take care of others. Don't use listening to other people's problems as a mask and as a band-aid so you don't have to deal with yours. It's okay to say no or not right now. It's okay to put a limit on, hey, you know, I've only got about 10 minutes. Is this something that we can talk about in 10 minutes? If not, let's make a time. It's okay to put boundaries up. But if you're going to sit there with someone, make sure you're ready. Make sure that you are sitting and listening to listen and not listening to talk. And just know how hard it is to be vulnerable, how hard it is to be real and to share some of your weaknesses. And so if someone feels comfortable doing that with you, it's an honor that you shouldn't take lightly and give her the respect that she deserves and be fully present. Now, as you listen to this, I'm, I'm wondering if you've, if anything kind of sp- spoke to you. I wonder if anything kind of um, was a new concept. I encourage you to write it down. 
I encourage you to think about this. And next time a friend comes, ask them, okay, what are you looking for here? Are you looking for advice? Do you want encouragement? Do you want to laugh? Do you want me to completely change the subject? Because I can do that too. But instead of assuming that you know what they want, just ask them, give them that privilege to make the choice. And when you need to talk to somebody, why don't you tell them what you're needing from them? Tell them your expectation so they don't have to assume. Tell them how deep and that it's going to take some time. Or, hey, this is not super important, but I'd like to have 30 minutes of your time. Don't put them on the spot. Give them a chance to say not now so they can be fully present for you. The more we understand and the more we are communic- we're able to communicate what we need and ask others what they need, the easier things are. The more we're able to hold space for those around us, from the margin instead of our emergency reserves. So I encourage you today, take a few moments and just journal about what your needs are right now. Before you rush to a friend, write it down and really discover what you need in order to have margin in your life for your friends around you. They'll appreciate it and so will you. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and keep your questions and comments coming. I really appreciate it. And again, if you have not had a moment to leave me a review on um, Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate that. That's how more people can find the uh, find the podcast through keyword search, and it's just a and it just helps me to see that it's resonating with you and that I'm on the right track. So have a good week, and I'll see you back here on Monday. Bye for now. Hey friend, I hope you loved today's episode. I hope you start to claim the confidence to walk in a judgment-free zone as you continue this healing journey. Now I want to invite you to look into working with me. I'm a full-time restoration and confidence coach with a background in marriage and family therapy. And not only that, but friend, I've walked it. As you heard in my story, I've experienced grief, loss, pain, feeling stuck. I've had the desire to break free from the fog and rise up again after the hurt, after the pain, and move out of the grief cycle to begin to wake up with purpose again and live a life of meaning and kind of rediscover who I was before the grief while I was uncovering who I'm becoming. And I have been called to help you with the same thing. So if you feel you're ready to step back into the light, wash away the old, not forgetting the past, but stepping into a new position of purpose, confidence, and identity, I would love to be your coach and mentor through the process. I only take a few clients each month and would love to get you on the calendar to help you navigate this journey. Email me at tammy at tammymariecoaching.com. Until then, I'll meet you here next week with another awesome topic to help you claim the life that you desire. Don't forget to take a screenshot, tag me, share on Facebook and Instagram, and please share this with another broken-spirited mom who is in need of some soul restoration. Don't forget to rate and review. And until next time, take a deep breath and know there is hope. Bye, friend.